going on? Well, there once was a man who said God must find it exceedingly odd that this little tree continues to be when there's no one around in the quad. Dear sir, your confusion is odd. I am always around in the quad. And that's why the tree continues to be signed yours sincerely from God. Let's do this. Let's do it. Series 2. Well, if you're counting it like I am, in a slightly wacky way, episode 13. Oh yeah, unlucky for some. Oh shit. Yeah man, oh, dear. look what you've done. Well, that's it, game over. Um, first of all, I need to point out, I am watching um, the football as we do this. I've got the sound down, so I, if I do get distracted at one point, or Andrew uh, like lets me know that someone scored while I'm not looking, I might go mad or not go mad. So, so yeah. There might be a lot of shouting and swearing... <clears throat> Yeah, that is. There could be a higher than usual amount of swearing this week. Just to warn you, yeah. um, we have got a lot of good questions this week. Very good questions. I'm quite excited about this set. Wow. Um, some of them you've seen, some of them you haven't seen. <coughs> um, but first, we've got to get through some of the questions we didn't do last week because a couple of people were wondering if we'd cut them out, but we just didn't get time. And firstly, George Grimwood, hey, George. The, the big cheese. Um. um he had quite a few questions last week and I wanted to get them all done in one go. That's why we've waited till now. So, in uh, the oh, interest of oh, uh, moving oh. forward... Uh, nothing's happening. No, don't get Sorry. me excited Fo- like that. Football false alarm. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. George Gr- Grimwood's first question to you. Mm. Um, <laughs> okay. Starting as we mean to go on. Um, if you could have um, cock fingers for... Oh, yeah, cock fingers and they're always flaccid or... Dog shit for feet. <laughs> what would you rather have? Jesus good, Christ! Good, good start. This well, is the. This both, is the of, both of those are horrible. Yeah, this is the guy that's um, hosting the show as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is this is the man we're working for. Yep. Mm, so cool. cock fingers or dog shit feet? Um, well, the trouble with cock fingers, <laughs> cock fingers. They're, they're, they're always flaccid. You see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't be able to do any sort of manual tasks at all, would no, I? No, really. I would be utterly dependent on. It'd be pretty disgusting, let's be honest. Yeah, well, neither of them would be great, let's be, no. let's be perfectly honest. But, I mean, dog shit feet, I reckon there's more ways of... I think that would get in the way less. You yeah. Could, no, if you could I'm, find a way of covering it up, maybe just wear, like, bags on your feet. Yeah. Whereas and, fingers... And, you know, go around on a wheelchair or something. Because I, I don't <laughs> imagine walking is really much... That easy. A, yeah. With squishy feet. Yeah, well, there you go. That's the answer then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I guess Couldn't so. live with cock fingers. Alright, so you're going for dog shit feet. <laughs> Off to a fucking brilliant start. Um, um, Alright, this one's slightly more, um, you know, not about dog shit or cocks. There's so, fewer, fewer cocks in this fewer, one. Fewer cocks and uh, feces in this question. Oh, that's good to know. Um, Star Wars or Star Trek, um, if they were real, mm. what would be more feasible in terms of technology and real life potential? Oh, you're a, you're a fan of both? I like both very much. Um, well, I would say straight off the bat that Star Trek is probably more feasible because the Star Trek universe is entirely based on science. And, you know, from a writing point of view, some of the science is just utter, utter baloney. Yeah. But, you know, the Star Wars stuff, one of the founding sort of pillars of it is magic. Yeah, I suppose. The Star Wars mean. universe actually has magic in it. Yeah. Um, I suppose that does make sense. You know, so... Uh, well, then again, thinking about it, if you go back to, you know, the uh, the prequels, which normally we don't talk about, because <laughs> why would you? Yeah. You might recall that George Lucas actually tried to re uh, reframe the Force as a scientific phenomenon. I'm not entirely familiar with Star Wars, you know this. Did you watch... Well, have you watched the original? I don't trilogy? know what I've seen or what I haven't seen. I don't pay attention to it. Good Lord. 
<laughs> oh, fair um, well, basically, you just reminded me of um, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah Patrick you're not, Stewart. <laughs> you're not married. Yeah. You haven't got a girlfriend. You don't, you watch, don't Star watch Star Trek. Good lord. <laughs> Dude had a point. Yeah, good point. Um, but yeah, the, one of the one of the things which really, I mean, you're aware that there's two main trilogies. Yeah, in the start, yeah. There was yeah, the original yeah. trilogy, which was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then in the 90s and early 2000s, George Lucas released a prequel trilogy, yeah, yeah. which was fucking terrible. <laughs> and anyone, people will disagree with this, I don't care, you're all completely wrong. <laughs> and one of the things... Don't hold anything back. No, no, well, just, this is something which really, really upsets me. Okay. Um, <coughs> one of the main problems with it was that in the original trilogy, it was magic, basically. Mm-hmm. What's the force? I don't know. It's magic. Cool. Mm-hmm. That was it, you know. And it didn't need yeah, any yeah. further elaboration than that. Whereas in the prequels, he tried to reframe it as a scientific thing. So like they were running around with these little gadgets saying, "Ooh, he's got a force count of oh right, yeah, of nine thousand or some bullshit like that." Okay. And it's like, well, what the fuck's the point of this? <laughs> it kind of completely misses why people who like the original films like them, you know. Okay. Yeah, so you, that's, you think- that's a relatively minor thing, but. but but the thing is, it, it, it's it's an example of a story of a, of a script which uh, retroactively destroys its own established canon, which <laughs> okay. is a problem. And I but I don't imagine George Lucas is anywhere near bright enough as a writer to recognise this is a problem. This entire episode is going to be about Star Wars now. Do you see what you've done? No, it's not because we're moving on. <laughs> Next thing's about food. Uh, uh, you, as I was saying, well, we had that conversation on our phones the other day where you. Um, Oh, we were the voice, the uh, video call. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise that, yeah. that was possible. You blew your mind. Well, that's you know, kind of why I did it. Well, that's... that's so I was like, this will surprise him. Instead of just calling him, I'll, yeah. I'll be there looking at him. In my phone. Yeah. I'll How did you right. get in my phone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, quite. Yeah, well, that's Star Trek right there, isn't it? Okay. Well, there you go. So Star Trek is more feasible because science next. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, his next question was, is there any food you've tried... Out of a predetermined irrational disgust. Any food I have tried out of a yeah. predetermined irrational that question doesn't make sense. No, as in like out of morbid curiosity, someone's gone, Have you tried this? Are you sure that, that question isn't is there any food you have not tried out no, of No, it's any food you've tried out of predetermined irrational disgust. Okay. So uh, it's like if someone if someone had a conversation with you about like jelly deals and you went, Oh, I wouldn't even dream of having that and then one day they were I've, there and you I've went, never oh, had jelly deals, actually. One. They're disgusting. Don't have them. Okay. Well I mean <laughs> If 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 there's like one going spare, I might try one. Or but, jelly deal. Yeah. Well, I'm using I've, I've, I've never had one. So. No. But is there any food that you anything in your experience that you've tried just to see um, what it was like? But you kind of haggis. Oh, interestingly, there's yeah. a question about haggis. Is there like a question that? about so haggis? There like is. A, so oh, we've, well, um, I'll, I'll leave that alone then. <laughs> All right, we'll get to uh, haggis. I suppose black pudding is like a main one for a lot of people, isn't it? Do you eat black pudding? I love black pudding. So that was something initially that you were like. This is going to be disgusting, but well, then you tried it. Well, and... I was probably about seven or eight when my mum told me what it was. Yeah. And I was like, no way, people don't eat that, <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, a hard yeah. thing to get around. Yeah, absolutely. But, but you know... I'm a fan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I think it's very tasty. So I did. I tried it once out of morbid curiosity and decided it was delicious. Fair play. So there you go. So uh, there we go. But nothing, I mean, I think George is probably wanting something a bit more exotic than that. Well, like it? snails, for example, I've yeah. tried. Yeah. Oh, I suppose I, I might have had alligator once. Alligator. Yeah. But that, to me, would probably just taste a bit, like, fishy. It's more, no, it's more sort of, it's because obviously the tail is, is very, very muscular, so there's a lot of good yeah. meat on the tail. Mm. Um, it's, it's quite a tough, chewy meat. Okay. But, you know, if, if someone said, oh, it's just a really... Horribly overcooked chicken. <laughs> you I wouldn't be able to tell. The I wouldn't difference. be able to tell the difference. Okay. All right. Um, and his uh, his final question: If you had to be an age forever, what would it be? Um, I. I'm assuming you're going to have to pick an age you've already been because yes. you, you have no experience of the. Uh... I was quite good at 24. <laughs> you were quite good. Never quite got the hang of 25 or anything after that. No. So I'm going to say 24. Yeah. Okay. I liked twenty four a lot. What was what was what was going on when you were twenty four that you you know um, would make you want to stay that age? I had just started teaching properly, mm-hmm. teaching guitar properly. We were, I think, at that point, we were sort of in the midst of doing that EP with Ash. If you remember okay. those days? Yeah, fun time. That was. I remember that as quite an enjoyable period actually. 
because yeah. the band was still a new thing to me and yeah. you know it was exciting going out and playing music in different places and for the first time so that was a relatively good year for you I, I quite liked 24 that was a good one okay that's quite heartening to hear well, <laughs> well, the fact that uh, a time which was now nearly a decade ago, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just got steadily worse since then. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can only, yeah, from your, you know, manner and who you are as a person. <laughs> What's that mean? Nothing, let's, let's move on. Mm. Um, all right, yeah, another couple of questions from um, Darren Packham. Hey, Darren. We didn't get to last week. Hey, Darren. Um <coughs> Uh, there's one kind of serious, one kind of stupid. Right. So which do you want first, serious or stupid? Uh, let's have the silly one first. Then. Silly one first. Yeah. Um, would you rather have um, Matt Raven's head hair for pubes that cannot be cut? For some reason it's unbreakable hair, uncuttable. This is the same length as Matt's normal hair? Um, yeah. Wow. Or... That would your be down own, to the ankles, practically. Oh well, yeah, or your own pubes as head hair, also uncuttable. Ooh dear. So you're gonna have Matt, long pubes that, that belong to Matt from his head, or you can have your pubes on your head. That's tricky, isn't it? Mm. I would like to imagine that having pubes in your scalp, <laughs> you could sort of at least style it into something faintly sensible. <laughs> okay, I gel it. Maybe gel, gel it. Um, what's the word? Straighteners. <laughs> Straightening uh, the view. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's altogether preferable than, than having really long. A, basically, pubes. having a ponytail on your. Cock. <laughs> yeah, but well, can you like tie it around the, your back like a belt? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I suppose you could. But that would just look <laughs> bloody weird, wouldn't it? It would look a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going for? You'd rather have the uh, pubes on your head. Yes. Your own pubes on your head? Yes. <laughs> All right, cool. Awesome. Okay, so that was last week's uh, questions. Now on to this week's. Um, first, um, okay, I want to point out as well, this is uh, Scott, no middle name Willis again. Oh, Scott, no and, um, middle name he, Willis. And he, um, he was upset that the last question he asked on this podcast was cut. Because it was all, it was about cannibalism, and I did say to him, "You got to remember, oh Andrew's God, a sensitive soul." We're, do, we're going to do him down this road again. No, we're not. Oh, okay. I'm, just, I'm just saying to you, like whatever happens, you can't cut this question because it deeply offended him. Well, I'll, I'll be the judge of that, won't I? Well, you, well, no, you can't cut it. Oh, is this Scott's show now? <laughs> no, but he's he's entitled to ask these questions, and it's only your, you know, sensitive sensitive soul that means you don't want to talk about things like this mm. other, right. other people do they, right. they want your opinion alright bring it on ok would it be acceptable to feed a cat to a starving dog <laughs> if you don't like that he's a, <laughs> he's got a no I don't like okay, that ok well then a mouse to a starving cat Um. Well, <laughs> no I don't like that well here's the thing I would have thought like the cat Cats usually would have t- the cat normally would have taken matters into its own hands by that point let's just say for some reason it can't well, it's not a very good cat then, is it? No. It's it's an unlucky cat that's had... It can't move. Oh dear. So it's starving. You know, can't eat. Would it be acceptable? I'd be... I'd feel better about doing that than I would uh, feeling the a cat, cat to the dog. dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's okay. put it that way. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. This a little bit more. But why is that Why is that so, like, taboo? What if it was, like, the last... So say, like, you had a dog that was in the same position I as that cat. I wouldn't enjoy either. No, but let's no. say <laughs> that the dog, you're on an island or something, and you've got a dog and a cat. The dog can't move, right? But the dog also is is the... Uh, obviously, that dogs can bark and things like that. So the dog's probably be more useful to you than the cat. And the dog's going to die unless you feed it the cat. This, I, think, I, mean? I think we're kind of like putting this question in a smaller and smaller box, aren't we, really? Yeah. Why? Just That's not so the question that, you, that was asked. So that you give an answer. Right, I did answer. I've said all that I'm prepared to say on the subject. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. Um, Rena. Hi, Rena. Um, okay, if, uh, if a genie popped out of a lamp and granted you three, three wishes, what would you wish for? Mm. Like, like right here and right now. Yeah. Say I'm the genie. You're the genie. Um, I would say. Uh, 
blimey. Well, this is a case, classic case of option paralysis again, isn't it? Yeah, you seem to get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what you I haven't had in a while. Okay. Lasagna. Right. So there you go. You'd wish for a lasagna? Well, like I say, I haven't had one in a while. You are joking. No, right. Is that not acceptable? Choice? No, you could pick anything. Okay. And you you picked a lasagna. That's not a good choice then. Okay, to put it into perspective, you could you could pick <clears throat> you could say I want infinite money, you could say I want the ability to fly, you could say I want my favourite guitar in the world. You want a fucking lasagna. Well, right now, I do, yeah. Right now, you want a lasagna. Okay. But if a genie, you're going to well, waste I've, I've, one I've wish. I've still, still got two wishes left. So you wasted one on a fucking lasagna. You're really oh, upset, Oh, my God. Aren't you? Yeah, I am. If you, if, because if you rung me up and went, Chris, you never believe what happened last night, mate. Genie, out of a lamp. I'll be like, oh, my God, are we sorted? We're sorted for life, yeah? You'd be like, well, hey, wait, 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 I had wait, a lasagna. Wait, wait. Sorry, why is this a we? Where did we right. come from? Because if it was me who got asked the three wishes, I'd sort my friends out. Uh, yeah? Okay. For, by asking for unlimited money, I'd fix us all up. Okay. Right? And you've gone for it. Your first thought is I'll go for a fucking lasagna. All right, well, that would be wish two then. There we go. Well, unlimited money. Yeah, so I can sort everybody out. Be happy now. Is that what you want? Is that really well, what you want? Or do you want a fucking glass of Coke to go to your lasagna? That's, num- that's number two. Right, what's number three? But is- you've got lasagna. and I'm- What's the point in asking for a lasagna? If you ask for unlimited money, you can go out and fucking buy a lasagna factory. Ah, I didn't think of that. You you don't think? No, well, obviously not. Okay, well, scratch the lasagna. You've then. only said that to annoy me, I can tell. Well, I didn't think it would annoy you quite as much as that. I'm riled. Yeah, obviously. You've poked the husk. Uh, booted a hornet's nest. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we'll scratch the lasagna. Um, <laughs> let's say the infinite money... Is that what you would want? Yeah. I'm just saying it's well, an option. Here's it? the thing, because I thought the whole thing with these kind of genie stories was that there, there's always the law of... Things that un- you can't get. Well, no, what I mean is unintended consequences. All right. Unforeseen consequences Yeah. from these, uh, these wishes, you know. So if I had infinite money, yeah. straight away, I think the entire world financial system would collapse because if I have an infinite you're supply thinking, of stuff, yeah, you're thinking it would instantly deep. devalue all currency. Yeah, but why have you imposed that? You don't I'm need not to. Impose that. That. No, you have. Reality is imposed. No, that. Yeah, but this isn't reality. Ugh. It's a genie. You're, in a, you're now you're imposing the fucking economy. Yeah. When you could just say, oh, I'd want right. loads of, for loads of money. Yeah, well, I mean, you've gone, but if I did that, then the fucking the, the banks would all go fucked right, up. Fuck or, it, I'm having the lasagna back. Right, fuck fucking have it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't have your lasagna. Yeah, yeah, I'll have the lasagna. A diet, Which is two and three, a knife and a fork. A Diet Coke and um, a walnut whip. Next question. Oh, brilliant. Fine, you can have all of that. I really hope that a genie actually comes out of a lamp. And says to you, what do you want? And those are the things you get now. Well, there you go. Wouldn't oh, that Jesus be enough? Christ, yeah. <laughs> All right, she also said, um, have you ever wondered why um, pizza is delivered in a square box despite it being a circle? That's a good question. Yeah, why is that? I don't see any good reason why you can't. Well, you, why aren't more pizzas square? I've always thought that was quite fun when you get square pizzas. Well, yeah, you do get the square ones, but yeah. what's, what's the problem with um, circular boxes? I suppose Wouldn't cir- that save cardboard as well? Because you're cutting out corners. Circular boxes would be harder to stack, though, I guess. Would they? Well, I mean, well, on, one on top of another would be fine, but like when you've got several of them stacked next, you've got several piles stacked next to each other, they wouldn't tessellate very well. I suppose. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it would be that big of a... If it, would and you also, agree I, that it would save cardboard, though? Because well, yeah, 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 of course yeah. it would. So surely the, the problem of stacking pizza boxes is worth us, you know, dealing with to save... How much cardboard well, would Domino's many, save in a year? Well, think about how Quite many lot, pizza boxes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I, suppose the, I suppose the other thing is as well, it's a trick, though. It's a visual trick, because you see a gigantic box, you and you think bigger, it's full of pizza, and then you open it, and so it's So it's a marketing ploy. Another one. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that is it. Maybe like, that is the it. The bastards. Yeah. Well... You, yeah, you horrible men and Pizza people. people. Yeah, well, I've yeah, well, I've why, why not just make the pizzas square to fit in the boxes? More? Yeah, you could do that. But then that's the thing they're they're choosing to save you know dough they're, and they're toppings. cutting corners on the actual product yeah. rather than the packaging. Exactly. 
Again, I reiterate, bastards. Yeah. Well, there is a business they're running. But then again, you imagine the mark, you know, the profit, the margins they make on those pizzas at Domino, their Domino's. They could afford to lose some. I mean, like a large one at Domino's with some decent toppings is what eighteen quid, seventeen quid, yeah, yeah. something like that. It's pretty pricey. And that probably costs them less than a pound to make. Exactly. So they're making a huge margin yeah, so, on each know, individual pizza. Aren't let's they? make let's either make square pizzas or circle boxes. I think we should start a petition, a movement. Yes, change.org, Here we come. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Um, here we go, Chris. Chris Skillen. Chris Skillen. Hello, Chrissy. Um, he says, <coughs> um, "Why are buildings um, called buildings if they've already been built? Shouldn't they be called built?" That's a very good point. There we go. We have very intuitive and you know intelligent listeners. Yeah, clearly. With, with thought-provoking questions. I can't answer that in any other way than by saying. That's a very good point. We probably should. Call them built. From now on, I propose that... Yeah, let's, let's, let's take a vote. All, okay. all in favour, say aye. 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 Motion carried. Well done, Chrissy. We're now calling them built. built. Yeah. Look at those builts over there. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Thanks for bringing that up, Chrissy. Yeah, good job. Good, good point. Um, <laughs> um, Darren Packham, again, he got another question for this week. Um, if you could go back to any era and anywhere in the world, where, would, where and when would you go? It's like a fly-on-the-wall scenario. So, so you don't have to experience dysentery. <laughs> you wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to participate. You just no, watch. no, no. Just like yeah, like you as a fly. Let's wow. say you're a fly. Wow. Buzzing and eating shit. Um I suppose ancient Greece. Yeah. What interests you about ancient Greece? Well, I did I did philosophy at uni. Yeah. And so it'd be quite interesting to see Socrates and all those Follow him about as a fly, annoying him. Yeah. Yeah. to see what he got up to that's, that's, that's fair enough fair enough um, yeah him and his mates Thrasychomus <laughs> Glaucon good name. it's another name for your kid Thrasychomus <laughs> well if you Thrasychomus Matthews if you, well, if you take Plato's Republic as an authority on the matter Thrasychomus was a bit of a well, he's not regarded he doesn't come, off, uh, come across as quite as favourable no. Comes off a bit hot headed and a bit arrogant. Bit of an and, ass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not then. But yeah, ancient Greece. Yeah. Fair maybe. enough. Fair play. Um, all right. Uh, okay. Matt Raven. He's hey, Matt. Uh, he said, um, why is Chris such a sphincter bothering fuzz nugget? Well, I think that's really a question for you, isn't it? Well, I disagree. All right. Why do you disagree? What? What? Which of his premises do you disagree okay, with? Okay. First of all, fuzz nugget. What's this? What's, what's what a is a fuzz nugget? Well, exactly. You looked straight at my hair when he said <laughs> Well, you know, that's probably what he well, meant. Well, because I have fuzzy hair. I'm a fuzz nugget. That's probably what he meant. I'm a nugget of fuzz. Yeah. Right. What can you think? Is there anything else he's likely to be referring to? I don't know. No. no. I wouldn't know. I don't, he obviously sees me in a certain way. Yeah. Sphincter bothering. Now this I take, this I take, I, I take issue with. I've never bothered a sphincter. Especially not his. I don't know what he's going on. Or I don't know what he's, you know, saying. Why are you looking at me like that? No. Like, like what? I'm not happy about this question. Well, okay. Matt. Matt, you've vexed Chris. You're driving now, I assume, listening to this. Uh, what time is it? Well, keep in mind this will go out. Oh, he listens Sunday. to it on the way to work, doesn't he? Yeah, at some point. He's, at some point. He'll listen driving. I hope a bird shits. Dive bombs your car. Yeah, I hope that happens. Yeah. And then, you know, you'll think about... Think about what you've done. Calling names. Sticks sticks and stones. Can I take take a a swing at this? Yeah, go on then. You be careful. Why is Chris such a... What was it? Sphincter bothering... Sphincter bothering fuzz nugget. Yeah. Um, Well, it's just one of life's many mysteries, isn't it? So you agree? I didn't agree nor disagree. Why, why? I just said it was a mystery. I'm really, I'm really not happy. <laughs> I'll be honest. Oh well. Oh, I'm gonna have words with him when I see him. Yeah, yeah. Take out with Matt, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. This one's quite good. Robert Honeyman, Sarge. Hey, Sarge. He said, um, "What was the last social faux pas you've made?" Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, yeah. are we talking about like particularly 
epic ones. Well, you know, or... just any that you've experienced or that you've been part of. No, I managed to sort of avoid them mostly. Actually, I think because I tend to be, you know, conscientious. Conscientious. Uh, well, I, I try to be. Yeah, Maybe me not. too. I'm more. Obviously, I'm usually yeah, someone that witnesses other people <laughs> do ma- these things, making horrible faux pas. Yeah. Well, I suppose uh, I mean if, if you're including <coughs> situations where you walk into the middle of a conversation without really understanding <laughs> yeah. what it is, I managed to do one the other day. If you recall, what was that? We're talking about fish and omega three oils and. Okay, what happened? Remember, it was when we were bound at Emma's. Right. And you were talking about how the effect that eating lots of mint. <laughs> oh, yeah. and I, I missed yeah. the start of this this conversation yeah, yeah. it was about um, how different diets make men's semen taste a yes. certain way yes precisely <laughs> I can't remember what happened now um, well, I, I, um, I sort of walked into the room in the middle of this conversation yeah. and you apparently had been talking about a TV show. Oh, program. yeah, the TV show where yeah. the five blokes the five there was five couples and the blokes had to go on specific diets and one of them had to go on a, this for this reason, like because the just to the, see what difference it made yeah, to their um, to the taste. Yeah. So their wives were obviously you know willing to go along with this, and um, we were talking about the particular man who went on the diet of fish, mm. and you walked in just at that yeah, point d- going, yeah, all, oh yeah, fish, great. <laughs> yeah, because you because you said, oh, I feel sorry for the guy who's for the white for the guy who had to go on the fish diet. I missed everything prior to that. I was like, oh, no, no, fish. <laughs> Lots of omega-3 oils, very good for the brain. And then suddenly everyone's sort of collapsing with laughter. Yeah, like, yeah. What? <laughs> so, yeah, that was quite a good one. Yeah. yeah. Is that really a social faux pas? Sort of. It's not, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a faux pas necessarily, but it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, you definitely missed the key piece of information. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, yes. yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, quite glad you reminded me of that. So there you go. Thank you for that, um, Mr. <coughs> Honeyman. Okay, Matt Raven. A, a pertinent question this time. My God. Yeah. Um, other than his fucking sphincter bothering fuzz nugget shit. <laughs> um, yeah, he said if Stone Ghost, I our band, were to have a gimmick, excluding Jason picking My Little Pony, what would it be? Would Jason choose My Little Pony? Well, I think he's just having a stab at everyone today. I right. think I, I just think he's on a rampage. He's, he's just disrespecting everyone. Oh, he'll get me and Jamie next week. Yeah, I'm sure he better do. Yeah, yeah. All aimed at me and Jason. Ooh, uh, Dortmund are breaking here. They are. Don't What's going on? Oh, oh, oh! Don't break my heart. My achy, oh. breaky heart. Yeah, saved it. Yeah, easy save. Yeah, anyway. Um, gimmicks for the band. Well, remember we, we were talking very seriously at one point about making doing a line of t-shirts which had the slogan on the back shut up and put the kettle on yeah I was going to say I think if, if we did have a gimmick it would be a tea thing wouldn't it yeah we'd probably like if, you know, giant cups of tea on the stage that we climb out of yeah and like at the bar <laughs> sort of, well we wouldn't even have a bar there wouldn't be a bar there'd just be like a bunch of trolleys with big urns <coughs> and tea urns oh 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 oh, oh yes kissing Oh yes! Well, an away goal at Dortmund. I'm fucking ecstatic. That's good. That's always a good thing to have. Fuck yeah! And he's onside. Yeah, is he onside? Uh, yeah, he's yeah, miles yeah, onside. Miles onside. There you go. Fuck yes! That's Happy gonna cheer day. me up. Great finish. Lovely stuff. Divok Origi. Sorry, everyone. We're just, just watching uh, the replay. Watching the replay. Ooh. Very nicely. Very nice finish. Beautiful. Yeah. Come on! Right, anyway. <laughs> so we're going to have giant cups of tea on the stage. And people like with the tea, uh, tea trolleys selling a yeah, selection yeah. of cakes. And yeah, like you know how you have like, the people walking around with shots of Jaeger we just have little like espressos or something. That's coffee, man. Well, you know. Just, wrong, you know. wrong drink. Well, assuming you, can, you can't really do a shot of tea, can you? Well, I'm sure you could find a way of doing it. All right, well, uh, I think, Matt, that would be our thing. We'd commission someone to do that. Part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, tea, um, because, we're gonna, you know, I'm going to move on now because I don't, I don't want to talk to Matt anymore. Oh, He's wow. upset me today. Um, you think about what you've done, Matt. Think about what you've said. Yeah, you're in trouble now, Sunshine. Yeah, you are. Deep trouble. 
I'll be <laughs> bothering your sphincter. <laughs> Ooh, uh, well, then um, that his question has become a self-fulfilling prophecy in that case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that if what, he wants is me that, to be? A... <laughs> is that what he was planning all along? <laughs> if he wants me to bother his sphincter, he's going the right way about it. No. Um, okay, so Emily Walton. Hello, Emily. Um, modern art. What's that all about? Well, that was her what, question. Well, what's art all about? Well. <laughs> oh, and, uh, this is a thing we could go on a long time about. Yeah, but I mean, let's just let's just let's the, avoid what art is. Let's what, just go for well, modern we, art. I don't think we can answer that question without exploring this. I first. suppose. But, you know, what, you know, what are the necessary conditions for something to be described okay, as? It's going to get it's going to get serious now. What are the necessary conditions? Well, what do, what would you say is your classification of something that is art? Mm, I don't know. You class. don't know. Of course I don't. I'm not an artist. Well, you are, technically. Well, I, uh, this I, is, this I is think, the thing. Uh, can you call what we do art, or is it... You can. Or is it just an infantile record? No, no you can call it art. I, I, because I, my, what I was going to say was my sort of... Um, I wouldn't say my. it's a definition of art, but I would certainly... I would certainly say that it would involve someone expressing something which is why I would okay Me- means of expression yes okay does it have to be expression of any yeah, does it have to be any particular kind of expression is it an emotional expression a political expression I think more an emotional expression okay I think well I mean that's the thing <coughs> talking about a political expression and things like that you can you can express your you know political feelings in an emotional way yeah true but then, yeah, you, you could say... I think Emily wants us to talk about someone that walks into an art gallery and puts a fucking Wellington boot on a, on a plinth mm. and then expects people to walk in and say, oh, look at this, it's amazing. You see, I was always under the impression that really one of the key things about modern art is actually forcing people to come up with a sensible answer for what is art in the first place. Yeah, well, this is the other and thing And I think well. that's really the idea. It's meant to sort of challenge people's ideas on that subject. Yeah. There's also that thing of those people that do do those ridiculous things with like you know a blank canvas mm. and they get stuck on the wall. It's like almost the idea of getting away with doing that is the art, like pulling the wool over people's eyes. The fact that you even have you've even caused really? people to have a conversation about is it art? That is the art itself. There you go. Exactly. See, like exactly. So yeah, what is modern art about? I don't know, but I mean, I think provoking a reaction. Maybe, but I think and I think the implication in the question is that it's clear the implication in the question is that it's a load of rubbish yeah and uh, you know I don't think that's necessarily the case I mean I think people tend to assume that art you have to have mastered some sort of craft yeah or some sort of medium in order to be able to call yourself an artist yeah and you know in the conventional sense that's true but you know that's Maybe that's quite a narrow definition of what constitutes art. Yeah. Because I remember when there was this case a few years ago, I think it was an office building in New York. They commissioned an artist to, to do some thing to make a piece, um, you know, to jazz up the area around the office. Right. And basically there's a big plaza mm-hmm. in front of the entrance to the thing. And what the artist did was just put this massive steel thing like from one side to the other so that everyone who came into the office or out of it had to walk around this bloody great steel girder thing. Right. And it really just pissed everyone off. And they said, what the <laughs> bloody hell was the point of that? Yeah. And they came back, the guy came back and said, well, the point is that it's, uh, it's had an impact on your daily routine. Okay. And, you know, it's... I think, you know, personally... I don't know how willing I am to accept that as, you know, as art. I mean, where do you draw the line between art and just yanking everyone's chain? Or maybe well, yanking everyone's chain is art. This is the point. That's what I was saying. Some people would say that their form of art is pulling the wool over people's eyes and but then I think, talk about I think it, even you, if it even is. But the trouble is then that you can, you can smuggle an awful lot of very questionable behaviour in under that uh, rubric. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a problem, really. You know, well, I mean, I could go around just sort of doing knockdown gingers on everyone. <laughs> and saying it's art. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do they call it knockdown ginger anymore? I suppose knock and run is probably the more... Something like that. I am very old. 
<laughs> I am very old. Yeah. Well, knock and run. I mean, is that art? Uh, well, I'd say if I, no. If I filmed myself doing that and submitted that as... Uh, <laughs> and, like, just... Well, this is the point, though, isn't it? All art is open to interpretation. It's whether or not it has an effect on you, mm. personally, will be where you say it is art or not. Because like, if, if I looked at... If someone did, say, put a blank canvas up and went, I made this today, I'd be like, you've made nothing. Yeah. You're a bullshit artist. Well, but if you looked at it and went, no, I see what he's trying to say. Why, why, why is it me <laughs> in this example? Because it just is, because we're the, we're the two here. Okay. So, do you know what I mean? If, it did, if that particular thing had an effect on you, then who, who am I to say if it's art or not? Is it, I mean, was this not... Have you ever seen the play, Art? No. Because I, I went to see it once, and that was actually like one of the central things. It's like three dudes. And right. uh, when I went to see it, it was the guy who played Trigger, whose name I can't remember now. He was in it. Uh, Trigger, yeah, Trigger from Only Fools and yeah. Horses. And one of the sort of the, the central narrative thread is that they're all into art. Mm. And one of the dudes has literally bought a piece which was like literally just a blank canvas. Right. And. Uh, he spent an absolutely an absolute bloody fortune on it as well because it was in some gallery or something. Yeah, yeah. And they end up having a very long conversation, but then all of their own personal issues get dragged into the conversation as well. Yeah, you know. So while I'm trying to plan a wedding and, and all the rest of it, and then negotiating their sort of family politics in terms of sorting out a seating plan for the meal, mm-hmm. and somehow that ends up in the discussion about this blank canvas. Right. So maybe, you know, the blank canvas, you know, the physical blank canvas was a metaphor for that conversation. That conversation was a blank canvas. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about this for hours. Right, Shall we we'll, stop now? We'll, yeah, we'll stop now. The answer is, Emily, we don't know. We don't know what it's all about, but yeah. we certainly have... Uh, <coughs> if we had more time to talk about it, then, you know, we'll have a discussion with you about it. Yeah. Um, okay, Adam Mack, he's certainly um, heeded he- our... He did our words. He's and, back uh, in business, is he? Yeah. Well done. He's uh, well done. He's he's playing the game now. Um, in the Stone Ghost movie, who <laughs> would play each band member in the film? <laughs> well, there's a good question. That is a good question. Um, you might have to help me out on this one. Well, let's let's start with Jason. the other two, and then we'll see about us two. Who's gonna play Jason? Um, he'd he'd want us to say Tom Hardy, wouldn't he? Oh God. Probably. We're not going to get Tom Hardy as Jason. Well, you know, Tom Hardy as in Bronson, he could he could pull off Jason maybe. Yeah, I, I suppose there's that, isn't it? I think we should just say we'll just say that Tom Hardy Jason. as Jason. Yeah, in the Bronson yeah. sort of character. All right. What about Jamie? Jamie. Um, I mean, which version? Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. God, yes. Kermit. So you got Tom Hardy and Kermit, Kermit the, the Frog. frog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amazing. Um, you, Treebeard from Lord of the Rings. I was going to say a young Rowan Atkinson, actually. <laughs> oh, were you? Yeah. All right. But Treebeard, Treebeard's just as good. Really. Treebeard's amazing. That what a cast already. This is pretty amazing. Well, yeah, you know who who did Treebeard? Don't you? Uh, no, I don't. John Reese Davis. Oh, really? Who also did? I don't know. Gimli. Oh, he, oh, really? Oh, yeah, well, he did yeah. his voice. Yeah, he was in. He was uh, two people in the same movie. Oh, okay. I think that's right. Anyway. Um. So that leaves me. Yeah. So we've got Kermit the Frog, Tom Hardy, and uh, Treebeard. Mm. So who who would I be? Who would play me? Don't know. Uh, Russell John, Brand's got John, the hair. John Snow. John Snow. What's the actor's name? Uh, Kit Harrington. Okay. That would, yeah, he's got the hair. So, so we've got Tom Hardy. Oh, weird cast. Yes, we've got Tom Hardy, Kermit the Frog, John Reese Davis as Treebeard, and oh, Kit, and John Snow. That'd be amazing. What a band! Can they play though? <laughs> well, they don't need to because it's a movie, so it'll all be mine but anyway. Not, but they normally like give them. Imagine a John Snow behind the drums, and then Treebeard massive at the front with a good giant guitar. Yeah, Kermit they, like they... <laughs> flapping his little arms yeah. about like. <laughs> <laughs> my bass string's gone out of tune <laughs> I can't do Kermit's voice but, hey guys and then Tom Hardy at the front sort of <laughs> yeah uh, you can imagine they could, that could be quite funny there would you know, there'd be a scene where they're all driving along in their car and anathema comes on the sound system and Kermit would be like 
What's this shit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, turn it off, guys. Um, yeah, we oh, can't don't do... be hasty. <laughs> Winter is coming. <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. And then Jason will be like, Shut up, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we've got to fucking do this. Somehow. Oh. That'd be <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh my god, what a brilliant image. we got to draw a picture of that. Can we, like, get, like, superimpose oh, I'm sure these people... Done. Onto, a, onto our faces. Onto the band. That would be brilliant. We're doing it. We're going to make that happen. All right. Thanks for that question, Adam. I enjoyed that. Mm. Right. Liam, he wants you to give an audio descriptive of the Willy Bum Bum song. Great. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I've already queued it up. Oh, lucky me. Yeah. So um, basically, you've got to imagine you're describing what's on screen or, you know. Can I just point to, something out? Yes. I mean, having I've, I've watched this video once and never watched it again since because frankly <laughs> it felt like someone was reaching into my brain and violently tearing my cue points out of it um, but my recollection of it is that the entire thing practically is a descriptive thing audio yeah. descriptive thing so well, this, know, is, well, this is getting of, a bit meta isn't it well a little bit a description of a description you have to give the, the, the uh, viewers what they want so you're going to basically say what you see, yeah? Um, yes, why not? Cool. All right, here comes the song. Let's do it. The picture. Let's get it done. Sorry, just full screen, in it? Right, well, we can deduce from this that the protagonist is most likely male, but <laughs> appears to be uncircumcised. <laughs> Well, it seems to. The thing is, his willy is actually like, off model in every single frame. It's very inconsistently drawn. As is his bum as well. Right. Yeah, come on. He says this weird thing about putting wasps up his bum. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it helps him get off. Billy puts ice cubes in it to soothe it. Well, you know, whatever works for you. It, yeah, it seems to be changing position as well. So this dude clearly has some sort of uh, genetic abnormality. Yeah. Ah, now this is there's a cautionary tale. If you are gonna go outside in the bare bottom on a hot day, you've got to clean up. Back to fifty. No, seriously, folks. Yo, don't muck around. Sun cream, it's really important. But there's one thing, he didn't actually put any sun cream on anything else. Just his bum. Well, his willy might have got burnt as well. And he seems to be having beer up his bum now as well. Yeah. And he's sprouting them like everywhere. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie Akira? It's like it's like the end of Akira, except it's just like oh, it's sprouting extra bums and willies. It's going through the cast. Oh right, good. Just in case you forgot. So you got a smelly old wasp, silly old willy, and a friendly old bum. If I ever have to watch that again, <laughs> it will be about a million billion fucking years too soon. <laughs> All right. So there you go, Liam. You got what you wanted. Um, any, yeah, it's the kind of thing that's on the internet nowadays. You just got to get on board sometimes. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I refuse. Fair enough. Um, all right, well, <laughs> moving swiftly on from that. Um, Emily did point out that she thought that would be below you to do that, but then Matt pointed out that last week you said pubes for 20 seconds. <laughs> well, because he asked me to. Yeah, this is it. So at least you got you got to, you know... Be um, happy that you're, you know, at least giving people what they want. Is that no? Yeah. Does yeah. that not make you happy? Well, if it makes if it makes one life breathe easier. Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's been a success, hasn't it? All right then, moving on. Here we go. Another sort of serious question here. Um, Georgie V. Oh, Georgie V. Um, social media. <coughs> Is it a platform for connectivity and communication, mm. or breeding ground for hate and incorrect philosophy? Both. 
<laughs> Moving on. Well, yeah, no. I, think, I, think, I think we can examine that question um, yeah. a little bit. Because this is the thing, I mean, uh, I suppose I suppose one point which George sort of touches on there is like breeding grounds for hate and incorrect philosophy. Mm. You know, any kind of specialised forum for anything on the internet does tend to become a bit of an echo chamber after a while. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and that... Monkey see, monkey do. Well, not not just that, but, you know, it's... Your monkey that, say, monkey say. That's, you know, that's, I guess, a potentially very, very dangerous thing. Yeah. Echo chambers in general. Because people not only visit them, obviously, to kind of be informed, but after a while people start I mean everyone's guilty of this everyone's guilty of cognitive bias to, mm. a, to a certain degree I mean I think some people are self-aware enough to mitigate that the effect of it to a certain degree but I don't think anyone's ever entirely free of it you know so it's like you know I don't know if you take a paper in the morning uh, I have nowhere to <laughs> well, I, don't, I never go out of my way to get a paper no okay. I, I avoid the news but most, most people do say well many people yeah. Take a newspaper in the morning, you know. This is the point. And it's they, got to that point now where I don't even feel like I need a newspaper because it's all online. Well, yeah, but let's 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 you know just say hypothetically. And the news depresses me. Well, you know, can't all be uh, peaches and cream, can it? No. Um, but the thing is, you know, people, you know, many people take a newspaper in the morning, and typically it'll be a newspaper which aligns with their own outlook. You know, mm. not just because. And it's not just a case of they choose a newspaper... Well, they don't just believe things because the newspaper they prefer sort of presents them in a certain way. But people typically as well, I suppose, want to be reassured that their outlook is correct. So they'll yeah. have a newspaper that you know, reflects what they believe. And they want a paper that they can look at and go, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. right. Rather yeah. than go, what? You see, I, I'm kind of the opposite because I read The Telegraph. And I, we know. And, um, but I... I Kind of have a lot of get a bit of a kick out of it saying, well, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's a terrible argument, and yeah. you know, and, and so on and so forth. Um, but James May could also play you in the movie. I didn't think of James May. He could definitely play you. Oh well, he's much better than Treebeard, isn't it? Is okay, he? actually, he probably is. So we've got who's uh, better than James? So we've May? got Tom. So we've got Tom Hardy, Kermit <laughs> the Frog, James May, and well, maybe you should be James May. John Snow, no, the hair. Man. Come on, mate. The hair. It's, yeah, but John Snow's got the hair too. You, James May is just another version of you. Well, he really is. I take that as a compliment. You should, because James <laughs> May is awesome. He's fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I found I was in heaven because yesterday I found a video of him explaining how guitar pickups work. I watched it. It's amazing. Yeah. I actually was watching it as you posted that up and was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Good old James um, May. Um, okay. Um, I got some more questions when I was out the other night with um, Carl and Rab. Uh, we were out having a couple of beers. Fancy that. Yeah. And, um, you know, they got quite a few, but, you know, try not to linger on them too long if you can. Let's, just, let's plough through. Quick fire round, eh? These are all from um, Carl and Rab. Um, a lot of them are food-orientated, actually. Oh, very nice. Um Okay, first one. Best pie? Uh, chicken and leek. Okay, I'm going to say steak and kidney. Um, You're wrong. Be, whatever. Best way of cooking bacon? Uh, grill. Grilled bacon, fair enough. Um, here we go. Opinion on haggis. We touched on this earlier. Uh, delicious. You, loved, you love haggis? Yeah. So that was something that you tried thinking this is going to be rough? No, I, I didn't actually. I tried it out of curiosity. Yeah. And you like you didn't you like, have any any preconceived notions apart from lots of English people going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Like you eat steak and kidney pie. Shut up. Yeah, well, it's because it's great. It is, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. How many pints does it take take you before you break the seal? Um, oh, not many. Mm. Not many at all. Do you try to hold off though? Um, no, no. I just go as and when. It is a pain in the ass though. Because yeah, after that, well, it's just relentless peeing for the ne <laughs> the next like two hours, like yeah, well, you know, four times an hour. Yeah, if you insist on imbibing lots of fluids, that's what happens. Believe yes, it or not. It is. So how many? Um, for me, like maybe just maybe even one or two. To be mm. honest, very very low threshold for that sort of thing. Okay, fair enough. Um, more food. Um, best meat with a roast. Duck. Duck? Yes. With a roast dinner? 
Roast duck. Who are you? Roast duck is amazing. Yeah, they're not even a roast dinner. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? We're going to fall out. <laughs> a roast dinner a roast duck. with a duck. What's wrong with that? Well, when there's pork, beef, chicken. I've selected duck. You're wrong. No, you are definitely duck is wrong. by far no, the best. Pork is much better than duck. Well, you're wrong. No, yeah. you're wrong. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Well, we'll have we to put this to a public Yeah, vote. we can. Duck with a roast dinner. What's wrong with roast duck? F- There's nothing wrong with roast duck. I'm talking about a roast dinner. You don't have duck. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? Someone who likes duck. With a roast? You're... Yeah. Oh, my God. What would you have your, your duck with, then? With my, my duck with? Yeah. I wouldn't have it with a roast. That's all I know. It'd be the, that would be so far down the queue... Of meats to have with a roast. I mean, I suppose the trouble with duck is it is very greasy. Well, yeah. It's I just not. It, I suppose they have to be fatties to stay afloat, don't they? Well, I, I just don't see the appeal with like when you've got all the veg and with gravy on duck. No, no. duck l'orange. Oh no, definitely not. What's wrong with l'orange? <laughs> you just like saying that, don't you? I do. What's wrong with l'orange. it? L'orange. No, just no, mate. Pork. I like, I like pork, Yeah, I like duck more. Yeah, well, I'm never having a roast with you. All right, don't. <laughs> uh, <coughs> um, all right, favourite cuisine, as in, you know, the country, and why? Oh, uh, Italy. I was going to say Italy as well. Yeah. Mm. There's, uh, for me, that's inarguable, frankly. What is it about the um, the old Italian food? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But <coughs> I've never... Had, Pizza, pasta. I've never had, to my recollection, mm. an Italian meal that I didn't love. Yeah. Whereas pretty much any other kind of national dish or, you know, any other kind of national cuisine. Spanish is quite nice. Yeah, it is, but, you know, I, I think still, it's just I, that... I still think Italian would be mine, but there is, mm. you know, Spanish, Spanish food's quite nice. Like yeah. Paella. Yeah, yeah. Things like that. Nah, it's, it's got to be Italian. Yeah, Italian. Yeah. Just they know what they're doing. No, yeah. Um, okay, what element is missing from the periodic table? <laughs> you didn't expect that one, did you? I bet Rab asked that one, didn't he? <laughs> no, that was Carl. That was my little joke. All oh, right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Does does uh, does Carl? Oh, I think he's asking you, mate. Oh, I don't know. Make one up. Make up an element. <laughs> Andrudium. Yeah, Drudium. Drudium. Okay, what's its uh, atomic weight? Uh, I don't know. Like, not much. About yeah. much as a dying tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very <don't>... good. <laughs> Very good. Very droll. Uh, he did have another one about banking, but I think I lost it. Okay, well, I can't answer it then. <laughs> no. Um, that is that is all the questions, and here's a little thing. For next week, we're going to have a discussion about what film is better. I Am Legend... Or uh, was it 28 Days Later? 28 Days Later. So we're going to put... I'll tell you what, with the post I put out for this one, I'll do a vote. Mm. I'll be like, who? Like, we'll do a vote and there see who's, who, um, who thinks what is better. We can so get we'll, a special we, feature back in the yeah, show. Yeah, special feature. We've been bereft of special features for yeah, a long maybe, time, Well, we, we did... Like, in the first season, it took us about three episodes to get into the features, so maybe, you know, episode four, we'll start the features off again. Maybe we could do something like this every yeah, week, yeah. a vote on... Should we, should we tell the listeners, the dear listeners... Mm. what each of our preferences are. Should we save that for next time? No, save it, because people might be biased. They might yeah, go, well, yeah. I'm going to agree with Chris because he's got awesome hair. Or they might say, I'm <laughs> going to agree with Andrew because he's a sensible person. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and Chris can't be because look at his hair. Um, all right, so there, next week we're doing that. Plus he's Chris. Yeah, all right. Um, well, yeah, now we've got the joke. So this is uh, this is why to agree with Chris. <coughs> <don't> know, <Andrew>. What? <coughs> Pardon me. Sorry. All right, what you got? I haven't got one. Are you serious? That's a little joke. Oh, man. that dog, man. A, okay. joke, a joke within a joke. There you, you go. You got me. You got me. All right. Razden. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well and truly. Really. No, no, oh, I wouldn't yeah. want to be me right about now. No. Or ever, in fact. <laughs> no. Oh, um, I hate life. No. Sorry, go on. <laughs> go on. Tell the joke. So, once upon a time, yeah. Vince McMahon was sitting in his office. Oh, brilliant. A wrestling one. Wow. Cool. Tangentially. <laughs> All right. There we go. That's the, that's the uh, word that's of the, the day. Tangential. Yeah. So Vince McMahon was sitting in his office, mm. looking at uh, 
revenue projections for the next financial quarter. You say McMahon. Yeah, that's how it's spelt. I say McMahon. Yeah, but, you know, depends whether you want to pronounce it. Say ketchup. It. Ketchup. <laughs> ketchup. 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 No. It's ketchup. I don't care. Not ketchup. I don't really care what <laughs> I say about anything. All right, we'll do that as a vote the week after. How do you say it? No, come on. So Vincent so, McMahon is Vincent sitting Mann in his chair. Was sitting in his office, looking yeah. going over the quarterly projections for mm. for ne- next quarter. I was like, oh dear, this isn't very good, is it? No, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I've, I haven't watched WWE. Just had WrestleMania, by the way. Yeah, well, was it good? I didn't watch it. Um, but I've, I've I mean, I have absolutely no idea what the commercial fortunes of the heard, of um, world wrestling entertainment currently is. Well, it could be brilliant for all I know. I'm sure it is. They, I think he's a certified billionaire. So he has been for a long time. Well, though, exactly. So I doubt that's changed yeah. much. Oh, well done, um, Vince. But apparently, Shane McMahon and, you, and um, you've completely ruined my joke. So I'll just I, leave it there. Yeah. How have I ruined it? Well, yeah. For the okay, for the purposes of this joke. Let's just imagine that, uh, you know... He's not doing very well. Not doing well. Cool. Projections are, are, are grim. The line in the, on the graph is going downwards. Yeah, in a really erratic fashion okay. as well. Right, oh. Yeah, yeah. Through the floorboards of mm. his, of his uh, boardroom. Right, oh. Practically. They had to add an extra... They had to put a staircase in his boardroom plummeting, to see where the graph goes. Plummeting That's how bad like it is. the homeless man in the last week's joke from the heavens to the Yes. Boat. Through the firmament, yes, straight into the depths of the earth. All right, okay, let's move on with the joke. <laughs> and um, oh dear, this is not good. This is very, very bad. Mm. Well, the problem is we just have not got a reliable fan favorite at the moment. I mean, you know, I mean, again, maybe they do. I don't know. Let's just ignore. What's let's really just going say on. hypothetically they haven't. Yeah, you know. They've got not got anyone who has the winning charm and the instantly likable charisma okay. that, you know, obviously in generations past made the WWE brand so unbelievably Prosperous. invincible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he decides, right, well, better to hold some auditions then, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, yeah, he sees a, lot of, sees a lot of people. A lot of people come through, you know, they have the auditions in the office because there's a wrestling ring in his office, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why wouldn't there be? Exactly. And they've got a little sort of camera set up so that they can sort of do a, a dry run of some hype up, one of those hype up speeches they do. Mm-hmm. Like, at next week's Steel Cage Mega Slam, I'm going <laughs> to pull your legs off and <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Awesome. And uh, so they do all that. And you know, there's, there's a few sort of reasonably promising candidates. There's a chap who comes in and he's got this amazing move. Yeah. You know, where he sort of contorts his opponent's body to make it vaguely resemble a pretzel. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and that's that's obviously a, a submission hold. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Um, but, you know, nothing really, nothing really happens. Okay. Nothing really works for me. Oh, dear, this is not, this is not going to plan. Oh, well, better file for bankruptcy then. And then straight away, just as he's about to do that, he's about to pick up the phone. And, uh, oh, dear. Yeah, Oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah, let's Chris, would you like to explain what's happened? Borussia Dortmund have scored. It's one all. It's one all. Let's move on with the joke. Yeah, they might win now. They might. Yeah. There's two legs though, and we've got an away goal, so this uh, is still not the end of the world. Uh-huh. Let's move on. Okay. Oh, that's a good goal as well. Come on. Fantastic header. Yeah. Well get done, on sir. With it. Look at that. Right. If you don't carry on with the joke, <laughs> I'm ending the podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he gets a knock on the door at that exact moment, and uh, it's, it's Shane. All right, Dad. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of extra candidates just showed up. They were a bit late, so show them in. All right, what have we got to lose? So he shows them in. It's a pair of bloody great weevils. <laughs> okay. And it's like, what? What are you? Why are you here? Come on, don't waste my time. And I say, no, 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 no. We're uh, we're we're the, we're we're a tag team. Yeah. Basically. A pair of weevils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And honestly, you know, obviously, you know, solo wrestlers tend to do better for your company, but we're, we've got such a great gimmick that, you know, because obviously we're a pair of weevils. <coughs> yeah, uh, I'd pay to see that. Yeah, that, you know, I think you can actually have a tag team match as top billing on the next WrestleMania. That's how confident we are. Yeah. And Vince McMahon says, I like your attitude. <laughs> yeah. All right, give me some, all right, here's a camera. Give me some smack talk on the microphone. Yeah. And they do, and they're absolutely brilliant, you know. 
it's like The Rock, but even better. Okay. You know. Is that right? Well, I might be mad, but you're hired. And uh, so basically, um, they rolled them out uh, on Monday night. Do they still do Monday Night Raw? Yes. Okay. So rolled them out on Monday Night Raw just to kind of see what was going on. Sort of unpromoted tag team match. Crowd absolutely loves it. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Got really good reaction. Trending all over the socials. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we've got something here. So uh, their career moves forward and forward and forward and forward. And eventually, the following WrestleMania, as the two Weevils predicted, they, uh, you know, the tag team championship was actually top billing, yeah. amazingly. Yeah. And uh, and they won it, obviously, because, you know... Pair of Weevils. Well, and, and, and the fact that, you know, Vince decided that it would be best for business as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, you know, they're, they're excellent showmen. They execute technically very, very well. They never botch any of their moves. They're fantastic on the microphone. You know, they, whole package. They, the whole package. It's an absolute total asset to the company. Awesome. You know? And uh, you know, and this continues for you know a little while afterwards. But then Vince has a problem because obviously, as a tag team, they've gone as far as they possibly can. Yeah, champions. Yeah, and it's like, well, I don't know what I can do. Else, I can do with you. And then eventually, he says, "Well, one of you is going to turn heel." Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the only way forward from this point. And the Weevils very upset at this, you know, but they said, Well, you know, it's gonna have to Whoa, 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 Jesus, Liverpool nearly scored. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, we're definitely watching football. <laughs> yeah. Um so reluctantly they accept because you know, it's their career on the yeah. line and the future of the company at stake, you know. So, uh, what should we call the Weevils? Let's call them Ian and Duncan. <laughs> okay. And so they decide that Duncan's going to be the heel. And another good save. Oh, my word, Liverpool. Oh, oh another save. Another good save. Bosh, Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. This is... This is absolutely classic. Uh, no, it's, looks like the move's finished now. Yeah. Um, so they decide that Duncan's going to turn heel and... Uh, they break up the tag team. Yep. Yeah, I know. And fans, and well, no, the fans are kind of like, wow. Yeah. Well, this, let's see where this could go. Okay. And uh, following year, obviously, Vince's plan has come to fruition. Top billing the following year at WrestleMania, the World Heavyweight Championship, mm-hmm. Ian versus Duncan. Okay. And, you know, <laughs> pay per view numbers are through the roof, you know. Literally every single person on planet Earth is watching it. Fuck. Yeah, that's how, how much of a success this campaign is. Yeah. And uh, so they go. And it's, it's an absolutely titanic struggle. Absolutely mm. epic, you know. And, uh, you know, it, it could be either, either of them could win it. And even though Duncan's the heel, they've got just as so many people cheering for him as, as, as Ian. Yeah. And... Um, Finally, finally, mm. after you know a good half hour, I mean, it's an absolute epic, and after various bits of interference from Ric Flair, and because uh, <laughs> yeah. he seemed, even despite the fact he's like 400 years old, he <laughs> still sort of turns up periodically. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, even, even Jim Ross shows up and like surreptitiously clobbers one of them. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I know. And uh, in the end, Ian finally gets the roll up on Duncan. Mm. One, two, three, and that's it. It's all over. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Crowd goes ballistic, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually they get to the post. They they do a post-match interview, which is, I don't think they've ever done that in the WWE, <laughs> as far as I can recall, but for the purposes of this joke, they've started doing it. Okay. It's a post-match interview. And I say, Ian, Congratulations. That was just absolutely amazing. Um, you've beaten an, an absolutely incredible opponent. Well, and the answer is, well, I don't know. To me, I think he's the lesser of two weevils. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Like> hell. <laughs> That's some gentle comedy. <laughs> That's some gentle comedy. The lesser of two weevils. 
<laughs> Did you come up with that? Um, I the punchline, no. No, but, but the story, the the WWE story, I just made up on the spot. <laughs> okay, I like that. Well done. Um, all right. Well, that is the end of episode three. Thirteen. Or thirteen, whichever yeah. way you want to look at it. Um, and yeah, next week we'll be doing the uh, I Am Legend Twenty Eight Days Later showdown. Showdown. So we'll um, make make sure you vote. Yes, vote. we will be uh, we will be asking for votes, and yeah, yeah. we will discuss this. At some length, I feel. Next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's goodbye from me. And a goodbye from him. Rest in peace, Ronnie. Rest in peace, Ronnie.